You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And we're going to do a little different today. We're going to do a David's Pick at 10 o'clock. And here it is, 10 o'clock. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the America's Web Broadcasting Network. And we're glad to have you listening in today. And we're going to be talking... Uh, I got to vent a little bit. And we uh, I invited our political expert, Victor <laughs> Armanderas, <laughs> to uh, come in and sit in with us. And uh, we thought we'd chat about all this craziness that's going on. And uh, do you remember something about a virus or something? I've forgotten you know, all about it. I can't remember what the deal it, was on a virus. It's amazing that a protest that turns into a riot, that turns into complete lawlessness, and all of a sudden the virus is gone. So had we known before that all we needed to do was go have a protest and that would get rid of the COVID Wuhan virus, then maybe we should have had a protest two months ago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I tell you, you know, as I said last night when we were talking, uh, I think Forrest Gump probably sums it up best. Stupid is as stupid does. And, uh, I don't think there's a person in the country that uh, would defend the cop that that killed uh, uh, Floyd. Right. But at the same time, I don't think there's many people in the country that would defend the protesters that have turned not into protesters but into riots. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I must say, I, I do applaud President Trump for what he's done and the fact that he's named... And Tifa as a domestic terrorist, group. right? Which, which it's about time that that's been done. That should have been done before. Uh, but what I think people need to step back and, and see, and when you look at something, it's it what it, it's as bad as what's happened with this officer in Minneapolis and what he did to George Floyd. You know, when I see this, and I'm minority, and my father's minority, and you know uh, what we see or what we saw is a bad cop with bad training or just a bad attitude who killed an innocent guy. And 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 I say this because no matter what Floyd did at that time, he was not resisting arrest, and that cop wouldn't take his knee off his, off his back of his neck. And so it's I, I don't care. You know, I don't. You know, I'll get backlash for this, but I don't care what color either of the parties, the victim or the assailant, was. The fact is, we had a bad cop that used overzealous power and killed a guy and that's what happened and we there's no need to make this a racial thing and if you need evidence to that then why aren't there protests going on in Chicago every day we had double digit shootings and double digit deaths this past weekend almost every weekend in Chicago but see david that's when people who see color, that's black on black, and apparently that's not as bad. So uh-huh. it, it's it's really ridiculous, and, and and what we have here is an excuse for bad people to come out and do bad things and make a situation worse. Yeah, I agree, and and uh, you know, I blame the kid mayor of Minneapolis. Have you? How old is he? Twelve? Thirteen? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I you know. Uh, I'm just wondering who changes his diapers, but um, not that I really care. But uh, this, you know, he doesn't look like he's old enough to right. vote. But anyway, <laughs> be that as it may, and he certainly couldn't have had the experience that uh, 
possibly an older man, and I, I, hopefully I'm semi-fair, and I must say that uh, I didn't even, I wasn't really aware of Bottoms particularly at all, the mayor of Atlanta, but mm-hmm. she seems to have done a good job, and uh, Kemp did a good job, and you know, this is like anything else. If the mayor of Minneapolis had a stepped in at the beginning and put a stop to it before it ever got started, then it wouldn't have ever gotten started, obviously. And, yeah. uh, you know, this is – and force begets force. And, you know, uh, the best way to stop something is you put in um, uh, more force than what they have, and mm-hmm. it stops. Right. And I, I was talking to uh, Sandy Bostic about uh, when he was stationed in Moscow, and it was during some of their riots. And um, they uh, they have a uh, riot police force, and I, I love this. I absolutely love this. Did I tell you last night about this? No. Oh, okay. Well, their riot police force, when they've got their full gear on, and they've got their helmets with the mask, and they got their their uh, armor or they got their shields in mm-hmm. front of them and all this and uh, they get the baddest of their, okay so there's a group of riders uh, rioters in uh, whatever position they're in and um, the Moscow riot police uh, they put the baddest of the bad up front next to him by just behind him is the two next baddest of the bad, and then three is the three baddest of the bad, mm. fourth, and so forth. And they start marching towards the group of rioters. Mm. And as they're doing it, and this goes back to an old movie, I, rem- I, re- I can't remember what movie, but I remember the movie where the Romans are marching in and they're taking their batons and beating them on, the, oh, on their shields. Yeah, and uh, yeah. so the the riot police in Moscow, as they're marching towards the rioters, they in unison start beating their shields. Their shields. Oh, and like Sandy the, said, "Holy cow! What a what a noise it makes as they're mm-hmm. coming towards them!" And you know, just just the the noise and knowing that that baton could be plastered on your head in a minute, right, uh, is enough to stop whatever's going on and uh, well you know there's a lot of truth to that david because in order to stop this lawlessness we're going to have to stop fearing the lawlessness and fearing the media and and because there are democrat states democrat mayors uh democrat governors who are afraid of the optics if they push back on the protesters and i'm using air quotes because these are not protesters we've we've turned now into uh pure riots and and money backed agitators and people who are just trying to take advantage of a situation so they can loot steal rob and damage and destroy property and the mayors need to, you know, they've already passed the time when they should have started, like you said. But right now, there should be no talk of, well, we're getting ready for tonight's riots. We're we're just setting a curfew. No. We need to be banding together every police force. You know, D.C. last night, they brought out 
the DEA agents. They brought out FBI agents, Capitol Police, they, uh, Secret Service agents. All of them joined with the police departments and started pushing these people back. Now, I think they waited way too long, and they let those protesters get way too close to some very historic, historic buildings. And we saw one of the most historic churches in the land uh, go up in flames last night. Right there near uh, D.C. I can't believe remember the name of the church, St. John's maybe. Uh, but it is a church that I think every president up to date has stood in. And that church was set on fire, and the fire department couldn't get to it. Now, I don't know how much damage was done because they eventually finally started pushing these people back. But we've turned from there is no longer when the first building is burned or the first car is burnt or the first rock is thrown or the first Molotov cocktail is thrown, then it no longer becomes a peaceful protest. It is now a riot. And now uh, agitators are being, you know, like I said, there are, we're going to find out a lot of that. There was money behind agitators who are going to these cities. They're not from these communities. They're not even in some cases from the states. They're coming in from other states to cause problems to get the riot get the violence started and and that's what they're doing and when it turns to that you've got to put the foot down the the foot of the law or the law foot however you want to uh, phrase it but we can no longer be afraid to fight violence with the law and what i mean by that is if we have to take force to stop people from damaging property from hurting innocent people from burning uh private property and even public property I mean, it's this is just going to get worse and worse. So, so we need to, you know. Last night, I saw finally, I think around eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, the DC. That's they all banded together, and then they marched in, and these these guys started taking. You know, the the protesters, these these really uh, these people who think they're so uh, I don't know how to put it, but they think they're bad because they can throw a rock or they can throw a flame, uh, a Molotov cocktail. They can pour gas on a car and then have somebody come behind them and light it. You know, they think they're so tough. But when you push back on them, they crumble quicker than a toothpick or a card house. And that's what we've got to do because when, last night when they started pushing them back, they, 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 you know, they, they'll turn and run. And that's uh, what we've got to I, do. I saw one scene that I – in uh, I think it was New York and their riots and the – you know, the people had gotten in the way, and a police car came up and just started running over them. And I'm, you know, mm-hmm. if they're blocking the way of a cop, then they got well, what they deserved, you know? You know, I'm, I, I, I would love to see peaceful resolutions to everything. You know, I just like Ronald Reagan said before, we will always strive for peace first. But when you go beyond where we can't handle it with peace, then we're going to come at you well, with the strongest stick or the biggest stick yeah, that anybody's and, got. And, and, uh, I think uh, this is what Trump has said. And the, I guess the thing that really upsets me the most is just like you were saying. However, there was a guy on today that said all of the arrests in Minneapolis last night were from Minnesota. There weren't any. Uh, but we know they are obviously uh, the thing that I can – in some sick ways, I can sort of understand protest mm-hmm. in Minneapolis. Right. I can understand. I, I, I can too. But Atlanta and Dallas right. and Philadelphia and you know no, across the country—that's just yeah. stupid. People mm-hmm. looking for an excuse to uh, get a new pair of Nikes, and uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, that's just and apparently to go loot 
targets. I don't know why yeah. targets has be- have become such a a target, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, no, I agree. You know, and and like I said before, I. I totally understand people wanting to gather and let their voice be heard. If you want to march, that's fine. You're protected by the Constitution. You can gather. You can assemble. Uh, you can protest. You you can force your grievances to be addressed. But you cannot do it with violence. And, and you cannot break the law and then think the Constitution is going to have your back. Because just as the Constitution will protect your right to assemble and to protest, it will also protect the innocent. And the and the private property from being damaged and destroyed. So when you want to protest, if you want to protest, that's fine. And everyone's going to be a. They may not agree with you, but they're going to. Uh, most people, especially on the conservative side, will fight, and many have, and many have died for your right to assemble and protest. But when that turns to violence, and you want to smash buildings, you want to destroy business, and David. How does it make sense that people in their own communities want to burn their local stores down? Where do they think they're going to get the items that they need to live if they burn them down? You know, this uh, this really became apparent in the L.A. riots right. when they destroyed, you know, where Lots. they shopped, where yeah. they did everything, yeah. you know. And, and it was years before they were able to come back. And, um, well, like I said, Forrest Gump. Stupid is a stupid dog. Yeah, you know what I would love to talk tell a lot of these uh, riders and these these violent so called protesters is if if it makes sense for you to go out and burn down your local stores and your local eateries and and shops, then uh, why don't you go burn your own house down? Yeah, I, I mean it it does it just as it doesn't make sense to come out and go I'm so mad I'm going to burn my house or I'm going to burn my car. Well, it doesn't make it right for you to go burn someone else's and, and and this is the kind of stuff that i would have no tolerance for i mean these you know they don't like governors or or trump uh i i would be much worse because i would i would have never stood in dc and allowed them to get that close so they could deface the lincoln memorial or or to burn a historic church um, I, I would have had uh, SWAT team in every vehicle, I, maybe even uh, some of the National Guard vehicles, to push forward with rubber bullets. You know, I would have done everything first to be nonviolent, whether it be water cannons. And trust me, I know why they don't want to use water cannons, because they don't want the optics. But I'm sorry, at this point, I'd have the fire engines. We've got to get to a fire that you people started. You're either going to move out of the way, or we're going to make a path. And mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have a problem with that, because... If you treat these people with kid gloves, and I'm talking about the paid agitators, I'm talking about the ones who are strictly out there wanting to cause pain, they're wanting to destroy, and they're wanting to steal. I mean, these people, we have gone now three months or three and a half months of being completely shut down because of a virus. We have businesses that are struggling to come back even in places that they're not even allowed to come back yet. So we have businesses teetering on going out and never being able to come back, which means livelihoods are lost. And now we're supposed to stand back and allow Antifa and other agitators come in and just put the final nail in the coffin of these businesses. These are families. These are families who have kids. These are families who have generations. I'll give you an example. There's a, uh, I cannot remember if this was in DC. I think it was. There's a black man who was a firefighter who spent his life savings to open his business once he retired from the fire department 
and they destroyed it last night. Now, are they proud? I thought, I mean, if this is supposed to be a, a white cop versus black victim, how in the hell do you go and burn down a, a black man's life savings? I, I mean, there's no excuse for that. And, and this is the kind of things that, that we have to stop. We, we can't allow this to keep happening. And I am thrilled that President Trump is going to put, if he hasn't already, he's going to, to label Antifa as a terror, domestic terrorist group because that's what they are. Well, he has, and he, is, Excellent. he has sent out the force to start arresting them. Yes, and sure. um, I think that's, you know, wherever, the, whichever hole they're in, they're going to be pulled out of that hole. And, and then, you know, this do. is the other thing that you, you brought it up a minute ago, or you mentioned it. Is that you know, you know one of our sayings here, and and has always been one of our sayings, and this is true with any situation. Follow the money. Oh, now, yeah. there's some. There's one of those son of a bitches. It's one in, of my favorite the, sayings in the riots mm-hmm. that's going to say, "Okay, I give up. Uh, I'll tell you who paid us." Yep. And then we should go after whoever's paying them with hell bent for leather and. No excuses, no nothing. If if you paid somebody to riot or to cross the state line, right. then well, they they truly do need to follow the money, David. Because now there are reports. We're going to find out a lot, but there are reports coming out that there were bricks being delivered discreetly, bricks yeah. being delivered and placed in certain places uh, for the protesters uh, and. There are uh, gasolines being provided. These people who are out there aren't going to go spend, just as a Democrat isn't going to spend their own money, they want to spend your money. These protesters or riot, these, these, these violent rioters are not going to spend their money to go get these tools of destruction. Uh, somebody's providing it. And I, I would predict that we're probably going to find out that some of this is going to lead to George Soros. And if you don't know who George Soros is, look him up, folks. Um, he's not a good guy. And not only does George Soros, is not only is he known to to uh, pay for agitators like this, um, this is a man who, who gladly pays and funds Democrat candidates, and they gladly accept it. Now, maybe we'll talk about that on my show tomorrow, but, but, the, but to your point, David, there, follow the money because there is a money source for these for these paid agitators going from state to state to to really really fire up this lawlessness. No question, and um, you know it's it's they're going to find out who eventually, yeah. and uh, and I think he's as guilty as the cop. Absolutely, you know if, if you were found to be financing. Uh, this kind of behavior, then uh, absolutely, you, this, you need to be held as an uh, as, as a uh, accomplice. This brings up another point, in my opinion, and um, I'm drawing this from from a friend of mine. Uh, but all of this is going on, and we know that uh, even though coronavirus has put a uh, Oh, gee, a hold on some of our athletes' uh, paychecks and all this kind of stuff and some of our stars and whatever and whatever and whatever. But where are our, you know, Kaepernick's out there saying he supports the riots and Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff? 
Why doesn't somebody put a sock in that son of a bitch's mouth? And uh, if, where are the other? There are a lot of good athletes. There are a lot of good everythings, you know. Well, and if they came out supporting, yes, I support a protest, but I don't support riots and violence. And, violence. Mm-hmm. and, violence. and uh, you know that there are a lot of young people that are highly influenced by Absolutely. athletes and and Too stars much, and but yes. Pardon? Yeah, they're too too much influenced by the wrong to me, by the wrong idols. But yeah. you're right, you're right. These there's so many uh, sports figures. Where are they? Even political figures. Where's Obama? Why hasn't huh. he come out and said, "Hey, look, we can protest, and we know what was done to George Floyd was wrong, but let's band together and let's make." Let's, where where let's, was he for eight years? Well, that well, you know, I'll get. That is definitely a topic that I'm going to touch tomorrow, David, and, and you're right. If if now, if it's Trump's fault, that because you'll hear this from, from people who support, the, who will sit back on their Twitters and their, their uh, Instagrams and they will support the riots and try to make excuses for the violence, those people happily sit back and, and try and support and come up with, with reasons to support it. Um, and then you want to you, you can't help but ask yourself, well, look at the riots that happened in uh, gosh, I don't remember what year it was, but it was during the Obama administration. Uh, so what's the difference? If if it it can't be Trump's fault because the same thing happened under Obama. The problem is is we're allowing this lawlessness to happen. There are people paying for this agitation and 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 we're and then we have governors and mayors who are too afraid to push back. And that's got to change. But where are the figures like you mentioned, David? President Obama, what a great opportunity for him to come out and say, we are not doing justice for George Floyd or his family by destroying the community from which he was from. Where is Obama? He, he could be he could do a good thing if he'd come out and say, look, I'll march with you guys if we do it in peace. Uh, but he doesn't have the gonads to do that, nor does he have the will, I don't think. But, hey, that's just me. But there are other people that could do the same thing. Instead of sitting back on CNN or MSNBC but behind guarded walls, um, go and offer, if you're Al Sharpton or one of these uh, media whores, go out there and say, I will march with you, but we're going to do it in peace. Set that example. And then they could probably influence enough of these guys to stop doing what they're doing, uh, except, of course, the paid agitators who are trying to stir this up. That The only arresting these people, uh, that's the only thing that's going to stop them. And throwing away the key. And throwing away the key. (laughs) Uh, You know, and and, uh, like I said, I don't live in Atlanta and uh, don't work in Atlanta, so I really had no reason to care one way or the other about our mayor or the mayor of Atlanta, but I I do want to publicly say she seems to have done a very good job. And mm-hmm. she came out and said, you know, this isn't the Atlanta of Martin Luther King right. for anybody to riot or destroy mm-hmm. anybody's property. And from what I understand, she's worked very closely with our Republican governor on bringing troops in, bringing the Guard in. The National Guard. And... Uh, you know, well, good for her because I haven't uh, I haven't heard a whole lot of what what she's done. I have her. I did hear that she seemed to once she once she saw I guess let's say the brevity of the situation. She started reacting and saying, "Hey, look, we can't allow this to get out of hand." Which I think it 
was allowed to get out of hand, but but she did start. It seems like working with with Kemp and saying, "All right, we're going to push back," and at least coming out and telling these people, "Look, you're being fools." Um, you know, kudos to her for for doing that. I I hope she sticks to it because we've got I think this that Democrat uh, Representative Ellis who is trying to evoke Martin Luther King as if Martin Luther King would approve of this. And let me tell you something. Martin Luther King is rolling over in his grave at people who will invoke his name in the name of violence. And I think Bottoms, by by using MLK from the point of, hey, peace protest, violence doesn't solve anything, then kudos to her for doing that. Yeah, she. in fact, I, I watched her and... Uh, uh, on our news conference or whatever, and uh, I, I must say I was impressed with what she had to Excellent. say, and yeah. uh, I, I hope the message got out, you know, to everyone. Now, there was... I, I did hear that she said one thing that I think is probably going to go viral that, that's pretty funny. Um, I heard that she, she came out and... and a, in one of her statements and said, look, you fools, or I'm not sure of the language she used, I'm paraphrasing, but she basically told all the protesters and rioters and the, and the agitators that, hey, we have a pandemic going on. All you fools better go get tested. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of funny, you know. I, I uh, So good for her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the other side of the coin is, I well, I'm not even going to go there. That That would only get get us in trouble the wrong way (laughs) yeah well it's just going the wrong way i i uh you know we've made a lot over the years out of king and uh his ancestry is still trying to ride the white horse as much as they can and uh particularly an aunt or or whatever she is she's not a she's not a blood relative but anyway uh uh her, I guess she is a blood relative, but a, a niece of his, and um, you know that she she rides it as far as she can. But you know she really doesn't. Seldom does she really have anything to say. But mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. the The problem is today, and uh, you know, hopefully it will. I understood it spread to Buckhead last night. Uh, yeah, they were looting, uh, I think, Gucci and some of the, you know, they figured out, hey, why don't we take this party up the road yeah. and go to where the the high-end stores are. So I, the, you've got protesters who figured, or I shouldn't call them protesters because these are just They're, law-breaking yeah. uh, agitators and bad people, and they looters, and you know, I mean, these are criminals. My, these, uh, my know, thing is... You fire a warning shot, and you say stop. They keep going. You don't fire a well, second I, warning shot. I got to tell you, well, the second warning shot ought to hit them. And and, and again, I, I mentioned before, I'm fine with rubber bullets um, because I don't want somebody who's caught up in it to be hit and, and killed because of the idiot next to them that is the criminal. Um, so I'm fine with going to because I will tell you, David, and I bet you know as well as I do, uh, rubber bullets will put you on your you know, it'll put you on your ear, yeah. and um, and you hit somebody multiple times with rubber bullets, and they're going to think that they're bleeding out when they're just going to be bruised, uh, but but it will work. And uh, now I I do think when I say go in using rubber bullets, I mean have the rubber bullet weapon and have the live weapon, because when you go in and you're taking these out, the ones who won't who can't take the message from the rubber bullets, and they 
throw a fire or rocks and they start using violence, then yeah, you take those those down because you can weed out the criminal element. Because unfortunately, there are people getting caught up in this that again they're they're being paid to cause problems, but they a lot of these are teenagers and young, and a lot of young people who who clearly don't understand where the line is of of what's lawlessness and what's not. And um, I, I want them all arrested. I, I think there's a good way we could do it with with a good show of force that would be non-lethal. And you won't hear me talk about using non-lethal ways against the criminal element very often. But in this case, when we've got people that are getting caught up, and, and this is the problem, David, too, with these agitators. They immerse themselves in a crowd so you so it's harder to pick them out. And, and you'll see it. If you watch the footage, you'll see people walking around, maybe people filming, and then you'll see a guy come up in the crowd, and he tosses the gas or he tosses the cocktail. Um, so it's, 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 uh, it, 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 it makes it complicated, but we've, we've got we, to push it back and stop it. There's no, no doubt. And the other, you know, I, I was very impressed, and I, I've been sitting here since you mentioned it and trying to think of where it was. It may have been Philadelphia, but it was a Target store, and the local neighborhood encircled it and said, "You're not going to, said you know, if, you're not going to, de- you're not going to destroy them, our wow. store." Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and I kept thinking. You know, I could see me going to something like that, but I'd also have another problem is that uh, I'd be armed. Oh, absolutely. I I got a story for you, David. Now, I I think this happened in California. It might have been Santa Monica yesterday. Uh, but there was a business. There was, uh, I believe, it was Santa Monica, and now and these uh, agitators and and criminals were going down store by store and busting out the glass so people could loot. And there were two. A man, I believe it was a man and his and his sister, so brother and sister, stood in front of their business and said, "Not this one." You're, actually, I don't even think they own the business. I think they were just there going, "Look, you, we, we can't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing this." And they protected one business. And, and when they were approached, uh, I think the girl was thrown on the ground. But the guy, I believe, and I, and I haven't verified this, but what I'm told is the guy said, "I'm armed." And you will. You're not going to break, bust up this business, and they they went away. They they, they skipped that one. So we need more to. And if you remember, David, you know you mentioned the L.A. riots. You remember there were Korean business owners that stood at the top of the, the rooftops of their buildings, armed with rifles and pistols, aimed down. Say, and hey, if you're you're not breaking in this business, I will protect my property. And and it worked. And that's that's something that we're probably going to have to do as well. I, I will tell you. I would, like you, I would be happy to go and help protect. You know, if it makes it out to, now I do live close to the city, and and, and Buckhead, I'm right next to it. So, uh, yeah, I'd be one. I've I've got some, some, I wouldn't do it without being armed, let's put it that way. Well, I also heard, uh, uh, I'm not sure where they were talking about, but it's a good, to me, it's a good idea. It's just like... (laughs) You know, we do a lot of veterans shows and a lot, and deal with a lot of veterans, a lot of mm-hmm. um, guys that have served, and and I don't know of one that, in myself included, that wouldn't jump back in if we were asked. You know, mm-hmm. we're not going to be asked, but the point of the story is uh, 
one of the one of the guys uh, today on on Fox said, you know, we ought to call up all the retired police officers and see if they want to come back and assist the whatever city they were working in mm-hmm. and see if they want to come back for a month or two months or whatever. And, That's a good uh, idea. You know, it, it's it's like I don't have I personally don't have a problem calling out the guard and and as I was in the guard and in the army reserves but you know we have some riot training and all of this but we're they're not they're they're not trained like police are mm-hmm. and uh good cops but um you know and and I'm always concerned that uh Somebody's going to push a guardsman too far, and we'll have a whole other situation. Right, right. And uh, which is which is why I mentioned the the non lethal weapons because they're you know rubber bullets and beanbags from a shotgun. When you get hit by them, you don't really know that they're not yeah. non lethal. And but I agree, David. And and what I what I mentioned before is what I'd like to see is use the armament of the National Guard. And what I mean by that are the 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 uh, armored Humvees. And the, uh, the, the vehicles, the armored vehicles, that they can, those can be used to get through a crowd. You're not going to set one on fire. You're not going to break the glass because, you know, these riders who are out there, uh, which I think a lot of them are snowflakes because they think they're going to get a free reign to be tough and they're running up and smashing a car window. You're not going to smash an armored vehicle's window like that. And when they run up and, and, and they're, you, we could use these as a barricade to push back and then have the police come in behind those and then have the National Guard be the last, you know, yeah. the last thing that would need to be used, those, the, those men and women. But we could use the officers. We can use, uh, you know, every federal agent in every state, if you're a DEA agent and you're an FBI, Secret Service, Marshal Service, uh, you're a federal agent. You have the right to arrest anyone in any state if it's a federal crime. And rioting and, da- and what's going on right now, and you're across the state line to, to cause problems and cause a riot and to loot, that's um, a federal crime. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure it is. So they yeah. can arrest and and so I would use the law enforcement first but I would use the the vehicles of the National Guard let these National Guards guys push these people back you know I um, I was again listening to the news last night and they were talking about the uh, situation at the White House and uh, you know there's always you've got the the lead car whenever the president goes somewhere and he's in the big limo and all mm-hmm. this and then you've got the secret service in uh, in hum or not in humvees but in uh, suvs Armored behind. suvs <laughs> yeah uh, behind and they were talking about in the one right behind the president that they have a basically a, a Gatlin gun. Oh, they do. It's a. I cannot remember the millimeter gun. If if, if locked and loaded with Roger B, we'll have to ask yeah. him tomorrow. But um, I have seen this vehicle, and uh, they've got um, what most people would think maybe would be a pop up sunroof. But when that sunroof opens, out come, and it's the coolest thing in the world, man. It's it's a it's a just it looks like a Gatlin gun basically, but it'll yeah. it'll come up and out with the shooter, and that thing can fire. I can't tell you how many rounds in seconds. Uh, so yeah, it's a. Now, I just thought that was very interesting. Yeah, it is. And, uh, they they do protect. There's a reason they they're tasked to protect the president, and they yeah. will do it at all costs. 
And this is something that, uh, again, Sandy uh, Bostic, that's our agent in charge here, uh, he was an agent, and uh, uh, he knows he knows that stuff. And uh, they were he was called into duty many times to, you know, and they they you hit a nail on the head. He was in Homeland Security, but the Secret Service can pull out people and, and yeah. use them if there's a special something or the other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so he's gone through all of that. And he was uh, he was a special agent in charge in Moscow. And when uh, President Trump did his – before President Trump was president, he did the Miss Universe uh, all right. contest. Mm-hmm. And uh, – uh, he was wow. there. So uh, Interesting. Our, our agent in charge is a, a very career, Sandy Bostick. He's an wow. interesting guy to talk to, and and uh, we got to teach him to stay out of holes. He um, <laughs> broke his foot. <laughs> Apparently, he ne- gardening for him is much more aggressive than, uh, yeah. <laughs> than when I'm out in the yard trying to help a garden. <laughs> but anyway, so we, we are going to get uh, – Sandy's opinion on all of this, and uh, you know, find some. In, uh, you know, he'll give us some inside information of what uh, you know. Uh, like uh, President Trump said, had anybody breached the fence at the White House, mm-hmm. they would have been met by some rather nasty dogs. And, right. Uh, that's and, I'm, and I'm, you know, and I know that they're, you know, it, it's crazy what the media will harp on because they're they're yeah. they're giving Trump all kind of now it's a they're going to accuse him of being racist and everything but a child of God for that but but I don't care if it was Obama behind those walls if it was Jimmy Carter it doesn't matter who's behind those walls if you breach the fence of the White House then you I don't want to hear you complain because. Breaching the walls of something like the White House, you're going to pay the consequences. And you're most likely going to be first met by a pretty nasty bite, and then you're going to be met by something much worse than that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, if, if these, you know, if people are that dumb and they want to go breach the White House because they think they're getting a free reign right now, let me tell you something. If you're a protester out there who's listening right now, I, I doubt wanna, that we have many. And you, yeah, I know we do too. But if you want to be violent, or if you know one that might want, um, and you think because you're getting you're getting a free reign, uh, don't test the Secret Service. These guys are not your run of the mill law enforcement. They're not controlled by a mayor. A Democrat mayor cannot tell the Secret Service to stand down. That's not going to happen. So if you want to. Push your luck with uh, Storm in the White House. <laughs> well, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> yeah. Now they uh, they're very well trained, uh, and they uh, you know interestingly enough, we all take the same oath. They took the same oath that uh, mm-hmm. anybody going in the service takes, mm-hmm. and uh, then they take an oath on top of it to um, protect the the president. But uh, they are they are highly trained, be it female or male. Right. They are highly trained. Un- unbelievable training. And, and, and like I said, they don't care who the president is. No. Um, and look, folks, uh, you've got – Unless they're unless they're Democrat FBI. <laughs> okay. Happen to care. That's a whole other. You know what? That's it's good that you mentioned that, David, because the men on the ground, the run, your your agent, who has to to bear the brunt 
of of protecting and actually facing the danger. These aren't the guys that were at the upper echelon sitting in their offices planning a coup, which was the Comeys and the Strucks. And uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, we had some bad apples. But see, that's a perfect example also, David. We aren't perfect. Human beings are not perfect. Uh, we're, we're not infallible. And you can take a great organization like the FBI, where 99% of the people are great people, but that 1% bad apples, the Comeys, the Strokes, the Page, Pages, uh, the McCabes, uh, they're bad apples. They're, and, and you know what? We're weeding them out right now. Same goes with any police force. There are millions. David, there's got to be millions of police officers across this country. Oh, yeah. And... 98 or so percent of them are great people. But 1% can can really do some bad things, like the cop that killed George Floyd. But that police officer represents a small, tiny amount of of, of, of the police force. And when you look at the number of police officers throughout this country, I mean, it, it to, to try and, and turn... All police into bad people is just, and, and, and that's where these rioters and these agitators want to go. Um, it's 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 sad to see, and, and and again needs to be stopped because there are good people now, out there. You know the the thing that uh, well, I have two things uh, that are always on my mind that uh, I don't believe any of our representatives in Congress should be there that haven't served in the military <laughs> at some point or the other. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, that was a thing I was thinking about, too. And uh, I would, I'll never be able to find it out. But it would be interesting to find out how many of the agitators, protesters, uh, rioters, or whatever served in our military I bet the number would be less than zero. I would, uh, I would have to agree with you. you. Know. I, the the agitator, the bad elements, the uh, the the rioters, the criminals, the looters. I can't imagine any of them to have uh, served and stood for the flag. And there's, I mean, these people are out there. They're garbage. You know, this is another point. This is something I'll get into tomorrow, David, on my show. Um, they are garbage, and 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 they. These people run around calling themselves anti-fascist. They are the epitome of fascism. And, and this just clearly shows that they have no idea what they're saying, what they're doing, or, or at least what they don't know what fascism means. And they, they call uh, Trump a, a, a Nazi. They call him a, a socialist. They call him overbearing. They're calling him a, a tyrannical leader. They call him a king. When... They're burning the flag, the American flag. They're not burning the socialist flags. They're not burning the Nazi flag. They're not burning the Chinese communist flag or North Korean uh, communist flag, the dictator flag. No, they're burning the one flag that stands for freedom, liberty, and individualism. They're burning that flag. So clearly... These people, they, 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 when they try and act, and they get in front of the media. CNN loves to get, you know, and how crazy is it that CNN, who helps build these people up, get the brunt of the downtown Atlanta, the CNN building, uh, just got pummeled. Uh, I mean, they must really be. I mean, I can't imagine how CNN feels right now, but going, hey, we propped you guys up. Why are you turning on us? Because if if they could get away with saying that, I'm sure they would. I wouldn't be surprised if there were CNN people outside the CNN building going, why are you – we're with you. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it was almost poetic justice, and I and I hate to say that because I don't look. I, I would stand up for the CNN building just as I would for any private property, uh, but it I can't help but notice a little poetic justice there because CNN and MSNBC and these operations. They build up this monster that has now turned their rocks and their uh, Molotov cocktails on them. So I mean, it, it's it's crazy to see, and 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 it just it just drives me nuts. But but uh, but you're definitely right there, David. We 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 have these rioters who who, in the name of so-called anti-fascism, they are the fascist. I, I mean, it, it's and to burn the American flag. The one that's the one flag that stands for freedom and liberty. It just makes no sense. These, in fact, how many of these protesters or, or rioters and criminals and, and agitators? How many of them realize if we were a fascist regime, if we were a communist regime, they'd be dead. Those protests would have lasted about five minutes, and yeah. they would be dead. Uh, talk to anyone from the Tiananmen Square. Talk to anyone about that. Um, tanks were there to roll over people. Uh, so th- I would love for one of the CNN reporters or MSNBC, when you're out there talking and, and elevating these these uh, rioters and let them spout total BS, why not question and ask them, do you realize if the United States was what you say it is, you would probably be dead by now because your little riot would have lasted all of five minutes? They don't understand it. They don't know it. They they wouldn't believe it. And, um, you know, and that's why Soros or whoever that's paying for it hires <laughs> bimbos the, to, to do it. Yeah, unfortunately, you know? the uninformed or, you know, and David, you mentioned that probably not the smartest people. You're right. And, and unfortunately, I think that's by design just with sure. our education system. We're not teaching. How many – you said it just now. When I mentioned Ten- Tenement Square, how many of them actually know what that is? Probably no. most of them don't. No. Because they're no not idea. Taught. Yep. And that's, uh, that's sad because we're watching history repeating itself, but it's on our soil. Yeah. And, uh, it is. you know, the, the – like you said earlier, and I said, and we we all agree, stop it and stop it immediately. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really care what city it is. If if they haven't been under siege yet, then they should be prepared. And you know, we, where I'm from, <laughs> we had uh, we had a situation, and I won't go into any details, but it was it was it got. It didn't ever get out of hand because our our city police chief at the time, they did call up the guard, of which I was in, and uh, we were prepared. But the, the uh, chief of police, and I keep trying to remember his name, and I just, it, it fails me. But anyway, um, we knew that outsiders were going to be coming in, or he knew. And uh, so... We had a fairly good-sized canine corps to begin with, <laughs> and he stationed a cop and one or two cops and their dogs at the airport, at the bus station, at the train station. Mm-hmm. And when somebody that 
looked like they might be coming in to cause problems got off the plane or train or bus or whatever, they met them with the dogs mm. and let the dogs bark a few times. And uh, it was amazing how fast those people turned around and got back on the bus. You know? <laughs> this is not my stop. <laughs> they didn't, didn't like the idea of facing the dogs. And, uh, yeah. I, I can remember what he looks like, but I can't remember his name. But I, you know, and and this is, and you know, he didn't do anything wrong. The police chief, he just greeted them to the city of Lubbock, and uh, and they got the message real quick. So there were no riots. There was no reason that the, the the guard went home that night. Mm. And uh, you know, it, it's. You know- you have to face force with force. Mm-hmm. You do, that doesn't mean that you overdo it. You just right. You just got to be well. You know, prepared. David, that's a good point. And I think uh, more cities, governors ought to stand up and say, "Hey, not in my state." And and even even the people. Let's say we, the citizens of of let's say Georgia, for instance. I let's let's put the message out. Hey, not in our state. If you want to come and be peaceful, I will stand with you. I may not agree with you, uh, whatever your cause is, but 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 let's just take the George Floyd. I will stand with anyone who wants to to bring awareness of the wrongness that was done to George Floyd. I would come and stand with anyone. I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on because there isn't politics with what happened to George Floyd. It was a bad cop, call it bad training, call it overzealous, call it just a bad dude that killed George Floyd. And I don't care what side of the aisle you're on politically. I'll stand with you if you want to do it peacefully because justice will be brought for George Floyd. And and in fact... The officer has already been arrested. He's charged with several charges, and that's just the local charges. This officer is going to be charged with federal crimes as well. Uh, it just it, it will happen. And the wheels of justice may not turn as fast as you want them to, but they will turn. And it and and there's no problem with with peacefully protesting to let Minneapolis know and let the fed, federal government know we want to make sure something gets done so we're going to stand and unite and peacefully tell you and let you know this needs to be addressed and then maybe we can have uh maybe we can have forums to address the problem of maybe uh may how do we weed out some bad apples all of that stuff I can stand with but when if you want to turn that into an excuse to destroy property, to steal, to put people's livelihoods in danger, no, not going to allow that, not going to stand for that. In fact, I will stand against you 100%. And I think that's the message, David, that would be great if we would have governors come out and go, the minute this turns violent, we will turn on you with the force of the law. And <laughs> you know, I, I was just thinking, though, uh, your girlfriend... Pelosi, and, uh, <laughs> hey, and we broke up a long time ago. <laughs> oh, and some of the some of the others that are so knowledgeable, uh, and I use that word very loosely. That uh, quit that stopped the selling of military equipment to cities. All They're right. paying for this it is now under the Obama administration. Yeah, and uh, this is what 
you know, if the police had the equipment, I mean, back then when they stopped the it made it sound like the a city was buying an APC to go joyriding in. Right. And you know, it's 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 just crazy. Yeah. And uh, if a city can afford to buy a a piece of military equipment, why shouldn't they have it? And th- this is the perfect situation when it's needed. Where is it? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if uh, and they they kept saying, "Oh, if the if cities buy military equipment, we're going to have a police state." Well, the funny thing is, th- this is how uh, call it ironic or call it you know just strange, I guess. But when when a Democrat screams about a police state oh we can't arm police officers with what they need so they can show a deterrence because that'll lead to a police state we have one party in this country that that has been pushing for a police state for years and it's the democrat party and again not to make this all political but um you can't escape that fact so when a democrat comes to me and tells me oh we can't arm police officers with military grade equipment because then they can turn and 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 be used as uh, tyrants as a police state well show me the states right now that are using their police force to be a police state to hold people in lockdown in their homes and won't allow businesses to open because of a virus. Uh, they're sidestepping the Constitution and turning their states into police states. That have been, that's been the states of Michigan, Illinois, uh, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Maine, Oregon, all Democrat states. So maybe this will be a topic tomorrow on my show, but, uh, but David, it's a good point. We had... In the Obama administration, where they 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 stopped the sale of heavy equipment and military grade equipment to local police municipalities, because they said, "Oh, that will be too aggressive. That'll be too much of an aggressive look." Well, you know what? The use of force we hope never happens, but you've got to. Criminals need to know that if you're going to come after with, if you're going to come and destroy with Molotov cocktails and rocks and and anything other weapons you can bats batons. You're going to be met with bigger force, and the police force is the police force. And and this also leads me to what I talk about before, David. It matters who we elect because for every police force, there's a chief, and for every agency, there's some type of political official or someone put in charge, and those people matter because – we need to have a police force that can react to criminals and to a criminal element and to agitators, but we also have to have them be policed themselves. And the only way to do that is to have good, honest people elected who are heads of these agencies to who can weed out the types of officers that we saw put his knee on, on George Floyd's neck. And, and, and so we don't need to disarm a police force, but we need to weed out the bad guys. And, and that can be done. But we've, we've got, as people, as citizen voters, we've got to be able to put the right people in office and be willing to remove the bad people from office. Um, an example I could give is the DeKalb County here locally, the DeKalb County Sheriff. Uh, We've had to remove, I mean, the previous sheriff went to jail. And now we've got an interim sheriff who's already been been uh, accused of doing some pretty bad things uh, or some wrong things. And now we're coming up on an election. Again, it's the people, the citizen voter that needs to put the right guy in charge or, or right woman in charge. So it, it gets to be as simple as that, David. 
You got it. And, uh, you know, people can blame themselves for not getting the right people. Right. And if, you know, it's like the old saying, uh, you you can't complain about the politician if you didn't go and vote. If you didn't go and vote, yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, I don't... Uh, I agree with that 100%. And, and, uh, oh, I do too. I mean, yeah. and, and that's the... Resp- As a voter... You, we have such a responsibility, and you, you you need to go out. But if you're going to go be an active voter, then you need to be an informative voter. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> so, definitely. <laughs> so because I, you know, people say, why don't you tell everyone to go vote? Well, because not everybody should vote, <laughs> <laughs> including dead people. Dead people shouldn't vote. Uh, and uh, but yeah, I, you know, it's. We, we we I would I would love for people to be more informed and and yeah not everybody's going to vote how I think they should vote but you know what we've we've earned the ability and the privilege to vote and and there's we have that great document that allows us to control all the fools that are our representatives and uh, we've just got to be willing to be an informed voter. Well, this has been. Uh fun and also you know i wanted to uh basically let people know where the station stands and uh you know and and how we we all feel about it and there you know it's like there are a lot of cliches and a lot of whatevers and you know, this is the epitome, like I said, of Forrest Gump. Uh, stupid is as stupid does, but mm-hmm. it's also a situation where you know there are two two wrongs don't make a don't right. Make a right. Yeah. And uh, we certainly have two basic wrongs stuff here. you should learn as an elementary student. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I one reporter was uh, making the point, and I totally agree with him. That, uh, you know, with our modern technology today, we should be able to and can pretty well identify any and all that have been involved Mm -hmm. and face recognition on all of this. And um, I'm for going after them personally. Uh, If, you know, it's sort of like the cops last night. If they've imposed... If a, if the mayor has imposed a curfew for eight o'clock, then the streets, other than cops, should be clean. Hmm. And no ifs, ands, right. and buts. Yeah. You're out after a, you're on my street after eight o'clock. You're going <laughs> to jail. Simple as that. Hmm. Victor, thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, this has been. I hope some people have appreciated it, and uh, yeah. we'll we'll play it again in a few okay. hours, and uh, we'll just go from there, folks. Absolutely, and, and uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow. We'll have more. We'll have more, <laughs> and uh, we've got uh, land surveying coming up very shortly. So stay tuned for Jeff and uh, the land surveying show. We'll be back with him right after this. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.